Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Hooker, off the hook sports will let you know how you can get all this content. Dave, it was a bowl game, but nonetheless the debut of Nico. And I know this is a very critical audience we're talking to right here, Dave. I saw nothing in Nico's game but excellence. I agree. And um maybe even exceeded my expectations just a little bit, but I had heard since uh, he stepped foot on campus in December and then into January, not, not December, 2023, but December 22, um, that he, he definitely was good enough to get, to get Joe Milton's attention. And that if there was going to be any sort of lacks that uh, Joe Milton saw that and was like, Hey, I'm going to lose my, my starting job if I don't, if I don't get things rolling here. So, um, and then about midway through camp, I was told he was getting, I'm sorry, midway through the season in practice, I was told that he was getting 50% of the snaps. And I think there, there may have been a decision close to being made at some point. Um, but yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a generational player. I know we jump on people too early, Bill, but I, I mean, there's just a smoothness to the way he plays in a presence that, he has all the tools, um, certainly, but there's something. There seems to be something more there. There was absolutely no freshman orientation. The way he handled that team, he looked like if you came down from space and had not been watching football until that day, he looked like he'd been the quarterback there for five years. Yeah, except except for his small shoulder set. Other than that, you would say. Uh, yeah. No, he, he did. He looked like he'd been playing uh, all year, and you know, we, we, we can we can look at this and kind of nitpick how Josh Heifel handled the uh, the offense and the quarterback situation throughout the season. But in retrospect, the whole offense got changed because of Milton's shortcomings, and I think there was. You know thoughts which they did of red shirting Nico, but do we really think he's going to be around for five years? And I, um, I, I think that was a little 
a little head scratching, uh, not getting him more of an opportunity early. But does Tennessee have a better record? Uh, if Nico's playing instead of Joe, probably not. What are they doing with the remainder of the portal? Well, at this point, it's been, as you know, and Brew McCoy was the latest, I kind of include in the portal of keeping guys. And I think that's how you're going to see yeah. this NIL deal evolve. It's more about keeping your guys that can play because you cover recruiting long enough. I would rather pay the guy who's proven he could do it for three years um, or that I know on a personal level uh, than a, a kid who I've had limited contact with who is 50-50 at best in college because statistically, if you look at every signing class, it's about 50-50, guys that make it and guys that don't. So, you know, as far as portal-wise, I, I think they could probably pick up another player or two, but I don't think they're that incredibly active because the, the portal is driven by money. And right now, the money has been uh, like Cooper Mays, which is the key. And then I would say the second level of most important returnees that you get back would be Brew McCoy and Keenan Pilly. So you got those guys back. So, I mean, Tennessee spent their money to get the guys back that really wanted to come back. I mean, Jalen Wright was going to the NFL. It didn't matter how much money you gave him because he's running back and it makes sense. But that's where their NIL money went. So they might do some more things after here when the portal reopens. Um, but we'll see. I, I don't know that there's any need specifically they want to go out and address the they address tight end so um you know they, they could surprise me with one but they haven't had great success when when they've made big reaches for some of these guys i don't know that they want to overextend themselves like they have with some other guys like maybe dante thornton i think back to Bruce mccoy and for everybody he has announced he's coming back that that ankle foot was pointed he was on his back and it was flat sideways against the turf i mean I, I, like a compound fracture whatever you would call it is the expectation that he will be back and healthy and be the player in today's modern medical technology i tend to always say yes i mean you got Aaron Rodgers talking about coming back from an Achilles tear the same year i've, I've never heard of that and you know, if you go back 20 years ago, back when we started this, this whole stuff, an ACL meant you were a different player forever, and yeah. then it meant you were out for a good two years to, to come back, and then it meant a year, and now it's like seven months you can come back from an ACL. So I tend to lean on the side of the, the, the medical will take care of itself. If he's ready for the beginning of the season or not, um, I'm not sure, but I don't think that that's going to be uh, an issue. Or I, or Tennessee, I don't think, would have uh, fought so hard to keep him because, you know, they had Evan Stewart, who they were taking a look at in the transfer portal. And coincidentally, the same day that Brew McCoy announced he was uh, he was coming back to Tennessee, I was told they laid off him. So they made a choice to do that. And it, that means some NIL money went his way. So they believe he's going to be healthy. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports, is with us. Question, which is going to come up every week until infinity. Willie Martinez, is he a keeper? Yeah, I 
don't you kind of feel like any day that that's what we could be talking about? Um, yeah. yeah, and it just you know, the the recruiting periods almost wrapped up. What ninety percent with the early signing day. So does he have some guys that he's still trying to land on signing day? I'm sure he does. Um, and, I, and and again, um, with this defense and the way they put the pressure on the, the secondary and with the talent level they have, I don't think it's all Willie Martinez's fault. But I don't think he's part of the solution either. So, And I've noticed, noticed this before, but I'll just go ahead and put it out there. He is the only coach on Tennessee's staff that doesn't have a contract that extends beyond this year. Another question and this here. Year, and this this year, I'm sorry, being last year at, through right. January. Yeah. Right. George McIntyre says there's two teams that stand out. I assume since LSU feels like they're going to get the quarterback up in Michigan, who's the top-ranked quarterback in the class of 25, Bryce Underwood, and that's Saturday during the All-Star game. McIntyre is ranked number two. And I think it's either Tennessee or Alabama. You hearing anything there? I've always thought that Tennessee was in good shape with McIntyre. And it depends a lot on how the the cards fall because, you know, Zach Merklinger is coming in. So is he going to be happy sitting behind Nico, which appears to be the case? Uh, probably not with the transfer portal. He'll probably transfer out if he's not going to get immediate playing time. Is Nico a four-year player? I think not, um, unless he does a Peyton Manning and just decides he loves the university that much and NIL money gets that big where it can compare to NFL money, which at a core, at the quarterback position, I don't believe it can. But with you know, with McIntyre, he could kind of fit in there in, in the right sort of rotation, whereas Merklinger might be a year earlier. Um, I think that McIntyre might be the guy that kind of rotates in. And then – um, you, you've got a guy named Madden, Iamaleva. So he's coming down the pike as well. Um, supposed to be a really good player. I'm not going to say he's anywhere near his brother, but um, he is supposed to be a very good prospect, and he's going to be a junior this upcoming year. Paul. Dave, the number one class of 26 quarterback is also right here. He's ranked higher than McIntyre, Jared Curtis, at Nashville Christian. And they're recruiting him. Now, you're not going to get all those guys. You you probably get one of them, right? But there is a player about 15 minutes away from McIntyre, ranked higher and a year younger. Yeah, and now, I haven't <laughs> seen his tape, but I will, I will tell you this, that um, Josh Hoppe will pick you at times at quarterback, and he, he may be fantastic. I haven't seen him, but he wants a guy that's going to be a perfect fit. I think we saw what happened with Joe Milton who wasn't a perfect fit, and what can happen when you have a Hendon Hooker or a Nico that is a perfect fit. Right. So, you know, they're probably going to be a little bit um, more selective. I mean, for instance, I know they like Nico more than Arch going back. Uh, if you could just close your eyes and snap your fingers, they would not have switched, even though Arch Manning was raised higher. So I think that depends uh, largely on, on the skill set. I'll say this too. I think it's completely different. You remember the days where a coach said, "Well, you got to take a quarterback with every class," and you'd have like four quarterbacks standing over there ready to take snaps. I think those days are gone. I mean, I think you you load up, and there are going to be exceptions um, where you have backups come in and 
and do well. But I think the quarterbacks are going to spread out to different programs. So if your if your star quarterback gets hurt in September, that might just be well. Let's just look towards next year. Um, that's just Tennessee. I think that's going to be across college football. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Yeah, if you're recruiting, you have to recruit as if Nico is not around after 25. You have to. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. And, and you know, maybe you get the right guy like uh, Keith Martin, who and Merklinger may, may be that guy who's willing to um, sit and be happy with it. I mean, I, I think there's a lot to be said for that. The problem is, though, Whereas you and I both have sons, we might say stick it out and wait two years at a program like Tennessee and and, and be a good player and get all the benefits of that as opposed to going to a smaller school. But now you got to look your son in the face and say, oh, and turn down a couple of hundred thousand dollars a year. That's a little Yeah, Dave, tell everybody how they can get your content. Offthosports.com, offthosports.com. See you, man. See you, bye. Dave Hooker, J.C. Sherbert, as we continue. Dude just got married, man. What if they've already had their first fight as a married couple? <laughs> All right, we'll get the break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, wrapping up this earlier wreck over here on 24 eastbound at Briley Parkway south of town. It still has traffic a little bit slower than normal between 440 and Briley on 24 going eastbound. Traffic's still a little bit heavy uh, coming down through Millersville on 65 southbound through that section of Sumner County. Still see some heavy traffic in Williamson County, 840 westbound in Arrington. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out their menu today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest quality 
Quality Self-Care Oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. The vest got a lot of attention. Right. So is there a blue vest coming? The vest had been dormant for a minute, but uh, it gets a chance to make an appearance uh, sometime in the immediate future. And and when it comes out, you're going to see some variations. Uh, And I'm excited about the vest. The vest uh, gets a chance to be donned in the mid-state area. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Get into the Bill King Show, 615-844-5600. He doesn't charge by the minute. Jesse Sherbert, thebigsmur.com, and also Carolina Rise. Thursdays, except now in his contract, it says very clearly, and it's in bold and big letters, if I get married, I'm off that week. So he was <laughs> not with us last. JC, you knew what you were doing when you put that wording together. Absolutely. I had to, I had to put the clause in there. And, uh, yeah, I don't think last Thursday I was I was probably in any sort of shape to join you. Um <laughs> Well, actually, no. That was the morning. Is the morning time? That was that, that last Thursday night, probably. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was a good time. Um, unfortunately, the flu bug hit the entire wedding party, uh, and so I spent New Year's Eve in bed, uh, most of New Year's Day in bed uh, down in West Palm Beach. So that stunk. But uh, we powered through, and the the new wife is uh, in bed sick today. And so I'm playing doctor, and my voice is a little hoarse. But uh, glad to join you today, Bill. Jim and Jupiter down there, he's actually in Wellington, but it sounds better to say Jupiter, says, can you ask J.C. where he was down in my neck of the woods? Because that's where he lives. Absolutely. We um, Now, uh, gosh, the, 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 the beach, how they do these beach weddings, Bill, you basically show up at coordinates. And uh, we had a bus that took the party from uh, West Palm to Jupiter and I don't know where exactly. It was somewhere on the beach. <laughs> uh, but we had the reception of the place uh, back on the marina, a real pretty place uh, right there called Twisted Tuna. Uh, they, we had the third floor of that rented out, and uh, certainly very good food there. 
and uh, some bacon wrap shrimp that was really good and stuff like that. So Twisted Tuna is where we did the reception, and then somewhere on the beach. But it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, 70 degrees, sun shining, uh, very nice ceremony, and uh, certainly uh, uh, everybody that was there commented about how beautiful Jupiter was. And, uh, I can't uh, can't disagree with that. My, my good friend Jerry Hamilton, uh, who I used to work with, you know Jerry, uh, he used to talk about Jupiter, and I think he lived there for a while. Uh, we called it; he called it Shangri-La. So, uh, Jerry, if you're listening, uh, you were absolutely right about uh, how beautiful Jupiter, Florida, is. When he would come on with us Thursdays, it'd be you two with me in the uh, Space Needle. Yeah, he always talked about moving. He's from Texas, but he moved here. But always talked yeah. about moving to Jupiter, and he did that. I believe he's living in Texas again, though. Now. Yeah, he's back. I, I think last time I talked to him, he's back in uh, back in Texas, but uh, lived lived it out and lived the dream down in Jupiter for a while. And uh, you know, after seeing it up close and personal, you know, because uh, being from South Carolina, you know, we have the beaches there. So I I never really went to the beaches in Florida a whole lot growing up. Uh, but now that I've seen it, I'm like, wow, that's a pretty good idea <laughs> down there in Jupiter, Florida. Oh yeah. How is South Carolina done? Let's begin in the portal. How would you grade them? I'd I grade about a B, B plus B right now. Um, I think they got some work to do at receiver, and they've got a kid, an in-state kid, I think, that's coming, transferring in from Louisville that uh, they probably got a good shot at, Huggins, Bruce, I think is his last name. But, boy, they need a running backs, Bill, and I think they knocked it out of the park. You know, uh, even, with, even with Rocket's injury last year, if you can get him back, close to 2022 that's a difference maker uh considering where they were at last year you know uh oscar Ottaway, the second or the third from north texas is a veteran guy he's a grown man 24 years old uh we talked to his coaches at north little rock and they just raved about him he had a productive career out there for the mean green uh and then this kid powell that they got from south carolina state uh i don't know where he came from mooresville north carolina they say but you watch his film at South Carolina State. He reminds me of this guy, Derek Watson, who played for South Carolina back in the early 2000s. Uh, I believe the Gamecocks and Lou Holtz beat Tennessee on him in recruiting, Bill, uh, back then. But it, down to the number 22 in the spin move, uh, and he's a steal. He's got three more years left. So running back was good. Uh, I think they helped themselves on the D-line with Kyle Kennard from Georgia Tech and DeAndre Jules from Pitt. Uh, Pitt, uh, The kid from Pitt's a big-bodied interior D lineman, which they desperately needed, and the Canard's a good pass rusher. Uh, so I like, I like what they've done there. They, they still got some work to do, I think. Receiver, um, you know, maybe some, now they need some depth at linebacker after losing Stone Blanton and Pup Howard to the portal. Uh, so they got some guys coming in this weekend. Would love it if they could find a corner, but like we talked about last week, it's hard to find good corners, you know, and they've got some good young guys, uh, you know. But I think, I think receiver and then – uh, it's going to be difficult, but they got to find a backup quarterback. I think they need some depth there pretty badly, uh, just in case something happens with Sellers next year. So about a BB plus so far. And considering what happened last season uh, in the portal, where I really just think they they lost way more than they got. Uh, I think this year it, it's 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 probably on the plus side as far as incoming versus outgoing. Yeah, I would say. I would tell Coach Beamer, offer Ben Morrison about an acre and a half on Hilton Heads Beach. Maybe he'll come for that. <laughs> That's pretty good real estate. 
Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the old Spurrier rumors where uh, <laughs> oh, they're giving him a membership to Augusta National to get him get him to come coach. <laughs> right. That's, uh, that's, 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 that was a rumor that was around. I don't know if I don't know that he ever got the membership, but uh, he certainly could play there anytime he wanted. So. No, you remember the big thing about Spurrier playing at Augusta. I don't know. This was during the Sirius XM days, and, and half the people thought it was funny, and the other half thought it was blasphemy. But there's a picture of him standing up over in the uh, in the tall trees relieving oh, himself. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember that picture well. It was uh, one of many hilarious Steve Spurrier moments uh, during his whole career in college football, especially, especially when he got older, Bill, you know, like when he was yeah. in South Carolina. He went from being like a needling kind of guy that a lot of people didn't like to just like the beloved, uh, almost a Mike Leach type of guy where he's listening to everything he said, and, and most of the time it's funny. Let me ask Pat. Hey, Patton, are you near a mic, Patton? Yes. I don't know. Patton, do we still I, – I don't know if you ever heard the clip. JC, I'm interviewing Spurrier in Birmingham at the SEC Football Media Days, and we asked him about bowl preparation from the previous year. And it was <laughs> one of the, I don't know if you've heard it, but it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And we had a purge about six, eight months ago, lost a bunch of clips. Patton, do we still have that clip? We do not, no. Oh, that hurts. He basically says, because remember they were going to bowl games and losing and not showing up, and he said, I'll tell you what was different this year. We didn't have guys getting drunk in the hotel rooms, and we didn't have guys sneaking girls in there either. This year it was all clean. And I, to this day, J.C., I've, I've never heard a coach admit that. He didn't care what anybody thought either. He just put it out there. Oh, wow. I had no idea that he'd said that on your show. But, oh. uh, yeah, he was – they actually uh, – yeah, 2010, uh, before the Peach Bowl, they lost to Jimbo and Florida State and E.J. Manuel. Um, and they had been to Atlanta. And so the Peach Bowl, I don't know if there was a letdown. Right. Probably a different venue would have been a little different. But Florida State, certainly you get up for that. And boy, they had a terrible game. Lattimore got hurt like the first drive. And they ended up losing. And we found out later the night before there was a, <laughs> there was a, throw, there was a throw down in Atlanta. Uh, and then the next year, they, they won about four straight bowls. And, uh, right. you know, Connor Shaw took over quarterback. And those teams were wired a little different than uh, some of the Cowboy teams uh, back in the later part of uh, the 2000s. That South Carolina team played Cam Newton in the SEC championship game, the 2010 one. I was there, Bill. Uh, yeah. The greatest uh, 30 minutes of football as far as fun I've ever had. And then the next part probably wasn't that fun, but uh, great pregame. <laughs> oh, I know. I was there doing this show from the World Congress Center right there. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I it, was, was, it was 21-14, and then Cam they couldn't get him on the ground, but that was the theme of the year against Auburn. And he right. throws a pass, I think, to Adams on fourth down from midfield with time running out. They caught it. So they're up 28-14, and that just – that was it. Carolina couldn't couldn't really hang with those guys from then on. Tom in Myrtle Beach ask JC, is there any truth behind Hugh Freeze trying to flip twenty twenty four Dillon South Carolina recruit Josiah Thompson? Uh now did Josiah's already in and signed. So he's there. So Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's done. So unless he gets in the portal <laughs> 
But uh, no, he's done, and he's an early enrollee, so he'll enroll here in a couple of days. But I, I know Alabama was sniffing around on him, and uh, I think um, you know I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn was as well. You know, his name's the big, nickname is Big Cat, so that would make sense, right? But uh, no, I don't. I think he's he's been kind of locked in for Carolina since the start. I mean, he's Dylan is a hard place for anybody but South Carolina to get players out of. I do know, because I've talked to Evie about this Ole Miss Evie, that Hugh has been offering basically anything. I don't think Bobby Ladder is involved anymore, but as much money as he can send to Quenchon Junkins, apparently he's tried. <laughs> hey, that's one if you're Alabama or Auburn, you're like, how did this happen? Right. <laughs> you know, right. Uh, how did this How did this guy get out of the state? But uh, – you know, hey, there's been a lot of players come out of Alabama like that though, through the years. And, uh, like, uh, you know, South Carolina, but Carolina had like two or three starters in the secondary one year, all from Alabama. See, if we'd had the portal back then, those guys would have come home. They'd have left. Uh, come back to Tuscaloosa or Auburn won. But, yeah, that's one. I've heard a lot about that through, through the grapevine about Judkins and Auburn and, and even Bama maybe, you know, sniffing around a little bit. Heck but yeah. looks like he's staying where he's at, right? For Terrell, now. Owen, Terrell Owens came out of uh, Alabama, and a friend right. of mine, Tommy West, coached him at UT Chattanooga. And, uh, yeah. Ur- remember to- Earl Bennett that played for Vanderbilt was a, yep. a big-time receiver for Vandy. was an Alabama kid. So that, it's, there's a lot of good players in that state. People wonder why Troy's good and, South Alabama's good. UAB's good. There's a, uh, you know, the state of Alabama doesn't even, it's 200,000 population less than South Carolina. Yet they put out probably four times the amount of uh, Power Five level uh, players and and, and, uh, and Division One FBS level players than the, than the Palmetto State. So it's, it's, a, it's a good football state if you can go in there and recruit. JC, not only that, but it's it's literally from the northernmost portion, Huntsville, let's say, to Mobile, all through there, there are players. All through yeah, there. Yeah, it's not just pockets. Uh, it's you not know, just Birmingham. And, you know, yeah. Not just Birmingham. You, you know, you can go to northern Bama and get players in Huntsville. And even out in the middle of uh, – I mean, shoot, man, I watched Jacksonville State play this year, and they had a oh. number, number 71, I think, was the D lineman 71. South Carolina could not block him. Uh, and I was like, where'd this kid come from? <laughs> well, it's some small town between Birmingham and Jacksonville. Yeah. And one, one stoplight, I think, you know. <laughs> I know. And, you know, there it is. So it's, uh, you know, people wonder sometimes why those two schools have always been good. And, and it's because they, they always keep the in-state talent at home. And then there's a bunch of players in that state. I don't think people realize just how many. J.C. Sherbert with us. Is there anything else or any name that could possibly be a target for them in the portal? Over South Carolina? Yes. I mentioned that, well, they got a, they got a linebacker coming in uh, from Pitt this weekend named Kamara. Right. Yeah. Uh, his first name's hard to pronounce, and I just did some research on him. But he, I think he had about 75 tackles this year. And, uh, you know, Pitt – I, I, I get, they have a lot of good deep defensive players just because I know Narduzzi's developed, but they didn't have a good defense. But they, they have good individual players. And what a, He's coming in this weekend. What I like about him is, you know, the season's pretty much over. They're playing Duke at the end. And this guy's flying around the field led the team with 12 tackles 
you know, so he's, he didn't quit. Um, and he's uh, originally from Akron, Ohio, so he's got that hard, tough-nosed Midwestern kind of deal with him. Uh, and so you look for him. Uh, and then you never know who's going to get in, uh, especially at wide receiver. I think they're kind of waiting on some guys. I can't give out a lot of names right now. But uh, they're waiting on some guys, some familiar names, and some maybe some unfamiliar names to Gamecock fans. So it's uh, it's it's an ongoing process, um, you know. But we'll see what happens uh, here in the. Uh, uh, when's the portal closed? Is it closed already? Is it closed today? Uh, two nights ago, on the second at midnight. Oh, so it, but it, there's it's a close. But, it's yeah, closed, so we'll but there's a five-day window. After spring. <laughs> There, yeah. There's a five-day window if you had a late bowl game. So Alabama players, you're just now seeing theirs. Yeah, yeah. They had what? They had nine leave in 15 minutes. That Literally. So, yeah, yeah. And and it, hey, JC, if you're UW or Michigan, you won't see their players that that announce until within five days after the eighth, after Monday. They've got that cushion. Yeah, absolutely. And so that'll be uh, that'll be a. a That'll be something else to, to kind of see. Uh, also, uh, you know, with uh, with Washington, you know, they got a lot of portal players from last year. That kid from Mississippi State, they're running oh, back and all that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm curious to see kind of how that it would maybe impact those two schools uh, as far as getting guys out of the portal. Uh, you know, Michigan's not totally crazy about going in, but uh, Washington certainly takes advantage of it. So, I'm curious to see what happens. And you know, I, with Michigan. I don't know. There'll be a whole lot of attrition, just to be honest. I think, uh, uh, depending on, you know, unless something happens, right. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. JC, good to have you back, sir. See you next week. Hey, thanks, Bill. See you next week. JC Sherman, every Thursday, he's with us. We'll get the break here. Coming right back. We will not be at the Omni tomorrow. That's next Friday. Omni National Hotel. morning. A couple of accidents are still in their clearing stages out here. It still looks pretty good right now as you leave Wilson County on I-40 headed into uh, Hermitage uh, making your way into Donaldson also. There's still a little bit of heavy traffic over here at time. 65 southbound at Trinity Lane. Watch for some radar on I-40 out in parts of Dixon County as you continue up towards Kingston Springs. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's got to be Tomahawk Crane and Rigging online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but'll help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. 
Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. John Morant, first game back after the 25 games, 34 points, 8 assists, and he hits the game winner at a walk-off. Welcome so, back. Hello there. Yeah. Uh, happy for the Grizzlies, happy for the city of Memphis. Good to have him back. Let's keep him there. Stay healthy, ball out, keep your nose clean, be the superstar that we know you can be. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. While working, he eats kale and pets a cat. Bill King is a multitasker. Bitcoin Playboy down in Athens, GA. Bill, I remember when Willie Martinez was at Georgia, his defense couldn't play dead in a cowboy movie. Speaking of Tommy West, I wonder if he could coach the Vols secondary. Tommy, remember, came to Tennessee to coach, and Tommy's from Gainesville, Georgia, played in the early 70s. Went to Tennessee and was a fantastic tight end. He also got drafted by the Cubs. Don't know what his baseball upside was, but he was a very good athlete. Tommy's a big boy, about 6'4", 240. And his early years happened to be on that Danny Ford staff. Him, Woody McCorvey, brother Oliver. I'm leaving off some names, but early, early 80s. Then he ended up at... Tennessee, I don't remember all the stops, but he ended up at Tennessee. I believe he was coaching the linebackers. And after that, he ended up as the defensive coordinator for South Carolina. There was the defensive coordinator for South Carolina. And again, 
I might be skipping a stop. He was the head coach for Tennessee Chattanooga. And he had Terrell Owens. And Terrell Owens, he had suspended Terrell for I don't know what, but I forget. And then they were about to play, I think, Georgia Southern, the top-ranked team in America. And Terrell Owens came back for that game. They upset them. And the Clemson president or chancellor was watching and became interested. They remember Tommy from before. Tommy told me he thinks that's why he got the Clemson job. And as we know, things did not work out at Clemson, ultimately. Him as the head coach. Ended up at Memphis. And more recently, had been at MTSU on Rick Stocksdale, former Florida State quarterback back in the 70s. He was on his staff for a, a long time up here in the borough. And I don't know what Tommy's doing now. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's around. Now, Tommy is probably, let me think this out. Tommy is probably around 70. I don't know if he just wants to retire. I'm not sure. Tommy was one of those recruiting freaks, too. I mean, he was all into it. He would. Tommy was a heck of a relentless recruiter. When he was at Clemson, well, I knew him before then. But when he was the head coach at Clemson, every Sunday night during all those December and January visits, he and I would talk for about an hour. Every Sunday night. After all those really big visit weekends, we'd go over everything. I I knew Tommy quite well. Last time I talked to Tommy was I had to be up at MTSU, and I don't remember why, and a couple of the football coaches came over and we talked. Spent about 30 minutes with them. And that was probably 10 years ago, maybe more. Yeah, maybe more. Jim and Jupiter, Bill, Willie Martinez is the reason Mark Rick never won an Addy. Georgia Dog. Bill, Tommy West said the only good thing about being a head coach is the payday. Everything else sucks. I could see that. Tommy was a good dude. I remember him, again, back to his days as defensive coordinator at South Carolina. He was here. It was a early Jefferson pilot. Remember those kickoff. And me and Tommy and Chris Lowe had never met him, so I was taking Chris down there to meet him. And I was talking to Tommy. We were talking about defending, it was Jerry DiNardo's eye bone. So we're on the Vanderbilt field about an hour and a half before the game, two hours, talking about it. And he goes, man, I've been standing up all night trying to defend this S word because they ran that eye bone. That was very difficult. And we also talked about Leonard Little because at that point he was a – Leonard Little was in Asheville, North Carolina, just over the border from the Cosby Cattlemen and was maybe the top – hybrid outside linebacker defensive end in America. And Tennessee was right at the top there. We were talking about it, and Tommy was talking about, because he was recruiting him, what kind of talent he was. Leonard at that point was 6'3", maybe 220. He was light and had not bulked up yet to become the star he was. But I remember being on the field talking about him, trying to uh, prepare 
South Carolina to defend that eye bone and then Leonard Little, his recruitment from the Cosby Cattleman's neck of the woods. But Cosby's on the uh, Cosby's on the Tennessee side. Yes, it is true. About two weeks ago, I had a dream that the Cosby Cattleman called in. It all was good. What a cruel dream that is. What a cruel dream that could be. And I, it was one of those believable things, too, right? I, I believed it. It was like, okay, he's back. He, he, he threw his tantrum. I don't blame him. He's back. It's all good. It's all good. And then no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was not an accurate dream. Hope so. I hope so. Bitcoin Playboy, Bill Tommy West is currently the D-line coach at Middle. I don't think he is now. Is he, Did he get retained by Coach Derek Mason? Is that what you're telling me? He was the D-line coach for Stock, Rick Stock still. But did he get – see, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You may you may be on to something. Did you know that Derek Mason is the coach there? You may know that. All right, we'll get the break. Coming right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. morning. A couple of accidents are still in their clearing stages out here. It still looks pretty good right now as you leave Wilson County on I-40 headed into uh, Hermitage uh, making your way into Donaldson also. There's still a little bit of heavy traffic over here at time. 65 southbound at Trinity Lane. Watch for some radar on I-40 out in parts of Dixon County as you continue up towards Kingston Springs. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's got to be Tomahawk Crane and Rigging online at TomahawkCrane.com I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. 
your doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. And now, Childress Collision Center is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Childress Collision Center. Family owned and operated, Childress Collision Center is backed by a century of combined experience. From a scratch or a dent to a full collision repair, trust Childress Collision Center. Stop on by 1108 8th Avenue South in Nashville or call 615-266-4441. 615-266-4441. That's Childress Collision Center. They're people who care. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The Bill King Show, originating live from downtown Music City from the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text the studio now at 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Still at MTSU, so maybe he was retained by Derek Mason. Maybe so. I'm glad. If that's the case, I'm glad. I have not talked to Tommy in several years. So I would not be the one that would be in touch. Tomorrow we will not. There has been a reversal. It's always the first Friday of the month we're at the Omni. And that would be tomorrow. First Friday of January. Got a note from Greg Pogue on Wednesday. Just scheduling and everything else works out better for next Friday. Next Friday, we will be at the Omni, not tomorrow. Coach Peter, check in tomorrow morning, though. He'll be with us by phone for hour one. The angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie, that evil Hugh Freeze. Trying to go in and throw a whole bunch of money at Quinchon Junkins. What's up with that? Better stop that. That ain't right. We'll have Ole Miss Evie on. Kevin Hagan will be live. We will not tape that today. Kevin said he can go live tomorrow morning. And all that gambling, all that wagering and sinful, just gluttonous, despicable stuff. That's hour number three on the Friday edition. Yeah, I bet Alabama. Matter of fact, I bet them twice. I bet them a couple days before the game at plus one and a half. I bet them game day as more money poured in on uh, Michigan, and I bet Alabama. (laughs) So I, I went 0 for 2 there. I took two L's in the Alabama matchup with Michigan. And at the four-minute mark in the game, I felt pretty good about those two bets. And then Michigan had a little something for me there, right? 
And Michigan said, hey, Bill, uh, check your balance on bet MGM. I bet it's not what you thought it was. And they uh, took care of business. Yeah, took care of business. Did you see, and I don't know if it was L Dog down in Peachtree City or who it was, but Peter Burns of ESPN listed the SEC next year, the football league next year. And I don't know if I've got the time or remember exactly where. Yeah, here it is. L Dog, appreciate that. He said, early 2024 SEC ranking vibes. He's got number one, Georgia. Now, think about the depth here. Number two, Texas. Three, Alabama. Four, Ole Miss. Five, Missouri. Oklahoma, six. LSU, seven. Nico is eight. How can you have God's gift to the planet, number eight? I love Nico. There's no way. Number nine, Kentucky. Number 10, the Aggies. Hugh Freeze, number 11. Beamer Ball, 12. Billy Napier, I'm not going to say Sunbelt Billy. That's for all you mean folks. Number 13, Billy Napier. Stark Vegas, 14. Jeff Levy. Arkansas, Bobby P., the coordinator, 15, and... Vanderbilt 16. That's pretty deep. Now, the Big Ten's deep, too. How would you rank the Big Ten for next year? I mean, in some order, you'd have Michigan, Washington, Ohio State, Oregon, Penn State, and then we're after that fifth one, where would you go? Would you go Southern Cal? Would you who would you pick? You get all the way down to six or seven, and then you have Southern Cal. Is that right? That's deep too. That's going way down there with dudes. That's very deep. It'll be interesting the next few years, y'all, when we're at 12 teams, which is not what I want, but that's where it's going. How the SEC and the Big Ten, along with the automatic conference berths, how all that gets divvied up. Like what will be the what will be the count between those? As of right now, it's six and six. Six highest ranked conference champions and then six at large. Now, they're talking about tweaking it, which they may do to make it five and seven. I think they probably will. So you'll have one league champion that might not be top 12 that gets in. And then after that, it's all at large. It'll be seven at large. All those teams from the SEC and the Big Ten that did not win the league, how do you divvy some of that up and – Does anybody else from the ACC other than the champ get in? If Florida State wins that league, does anybody else get in? If Clemson wins that league, does anybody else get in? That's a very good question. That's a very, very poignant question. 
Friday, we will not be at the Omni. And the reason why I keep repeating that is I've had a few of you ask me, are you going to be there? And I said yes, because at that point, we were. We will not be at the Omni. That'll be next Friday. Lodge Pops.